Hello, and welcome to the Nature Wise podcast. We're talking about ancient wisdom, natural intelligence, and the regenerative revolution with inspiring guests, tips, tools, and stories that reconnect you to nature's wisdom and your inner wisdom. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Let's get started. Good morning, Poppy, and happy Shamanic Sundays. Hey, good morning. Buenos dias to you and everyone listening. Oh, it's just be all you folks out there in the Sundays community. Thank you for joining us here. We are so grateful for you and so grateful for you, Dad, and for all of your work. And and we do Shamanic Sundays to, to help share your wisdom with the world and all the teachings that your incredible mentors have. Um, given you and 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 me too and so um thank you for joining us so we can share and and connect with each other um as we always do starting in a spirit of sacred reciprocity could you start us off with a prayer this morning well speaking of of uh, connection just give thanks for the connectedness we have with the with the creative wisdom power of the universe that flows into us with every breath and gives us this life that we have and gives us the manifestation of this beautiful world we live in and gives us opportunity to tap into deeper wisdom with gratitude for our ancestors and gratitude for all the gifts of grace in our lives. And the ancestors of the spirit of the land we live on, we remember you here in prayers for your people, prayers for all people in these challenging times. May we use this time of joining this day that we're given to open our minds, our hearts, our, our consciousness to what's most important to pay attention to in this life, in this troublesome world with so many challenges and so much violence. How can we use this day and the, and the power of our own focused minds and the love in our hearts, which is the essence of our being, to be channels for healing, light, and love, for healing out into the world, fullest blossoming, greatest good, peaceful resolutions for conflict with nonviolent communication and reaching win-win-win outcomes for all, which is the only win. And so prayers for, for ceasefire and violence all over in the external world and within our internal worlds for bringing through the healing light and love and the peace that's so needed to help heal this sacred hoop we're gifted to be a part of. May it oh, be so. thank you. Oh. Thank you, right. thank you, thank you. Um, so that's actually yeah. such a perfect prayer. I feel like you, you read my mind about um the um the question that came in from morgan um around uh well i was hold on let me just pull it up i always think i can just remember it and then i'm like i should just read it directly hey tom can you please talk to us about fear and scarcity and how we can use shamanism to overcome fears of scarcity and fear <laughs> so um that's kind of kind of fitting to say the least, because so much of violence in the world comes from fear of the other and fear of not enough, right? Whether it's fear of us not being enough or there not being enough food or water or riches or whatever it is. So um, this will be interesting to hear from you. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, more of hearing from the great spirit coming through me. <laughs> so let me just open up and listen to uh, working with fear and uh, and uh, thoughts of scarcity. So fear is uh, 
an emotion and energetic experience we we have in our bodies and our energy energy field that really gets our attention because it's a survival mechanism if we didn't have the ability to experience fear our species never would have never would have survived and and it's it's appropriate to be fearful today to have fears today about whether humanity is going to survive because of what's going on in the, in the world so fear is never going to go away because it's built into the, the hardware of, of being a biological uh, organism on and, and, and this particular planet with its marvelous manifestations. So fear's not going away. So to me, the real issue is, well, how can I create a uh, response? How can I create a working relationship with when I experience fear so that I'm not disempowered by it, but, but I use it through the relationship I create with it to empower me to go forward with my life? So it's uh, befriending fears, turning fear into an ally. Number one, not judging ourselves when we feel fear or anxiety, that we're bad or lesser or weaker or whatever. Those are all natural um, built-in survival uh, energies. Uh, and so it's important to, okay, then what's what's my worst fear? Fear comes up. What, I'm mo what am I most fearful of? Instead of resisting it or trying to um, run away from it or distract from it, which is just going to give it more energy and create more tension and suffering inside of us. It's more fruitful, more skillful to just go straight to, uh, or I find it for myself anyway, you have to check it out yourself because, you know, we're all a little bit different. But for me, it's like, go, what's my worst fear? And see that on the inner screen and see what it triggers inside of me and my reactivity and, and breathing in, breathing out remembering all the while this my worst fear is not happening to me right now right now i'm totally fine i'm safe i'm protected i'm, I'm, I'm well so um, reminding ourselves in the moment of being alive that whatever it is we're most fearful of um, we're not usually experiencing it right in the moment um, it's in our minds our minds are creating it through a thought that triggers the energetic response of of fear so it's helpful to look at what's my worst fear what would be my reactivity to it and then giving the truth of whatever your reactivity is to experiencing your worst fear then asking the question asking the question how might it be possible to create a response to this a relationship to this what i'm most frightened of that uh, could somehow open a doorway of awareness to bring something through that that strengthens me, enriches me in my life. So I'll give you an example of this. Um, many times in the early years of Vision Quest and before they had the bear canisters, and Kimberly, you well know this because you've experienced both sides of it from going out on Vision Quest when you were young, we had to uh, tie the food when we're taking a group out and we get to base camp, we'd have to tie the food up in a tree in a particular challenging way that counterbalances a rope on either side of a branch, going over a branch, hanging down and balancing. So a bear can't walk underneath and jump up and get it. And it's out on a limb, small enough, strong enough to hold the weight of the food for, you know, five, six, seven people, whatever. We're going to be fasting for two or three days. Um, and not break the branch, but yet not so thick that a bear could easily get out on it and just undo the rope and drop the food to the ground. So always a challenging maneuver. And a number of times uh, after people went out on their two or three days of vision fasting, and I was in base camp doing my version of that, 
uh, bears would come around, sometimes one bear, sometimes more, sometimes a mother with cubs, and climb the tree and try to get that food. And my job was to <clears throat> chase them away, make a noise, play the drum, uh, make threatening energy, and try to drive them away from getting the food. Because people coming back from the fast would really need the food to be able to hike back out to the from the mountains that we hiked into for the vision quest. So I'd have plenty of opportunities for fear to be uh, triggered inside of me uh, by myself in the mountains with those bears coming around and <clears throat> some of them uh, not leaving the way I wanted them to leave, but making threatening gestures for me, to me. So one particular night, it was particularly bad, and this one big, huge bear was semicircling around where I was and making grunting noises, and, and, and I was just terrified, absolutely terrified. And, uh, and so I said, so what's my worst fear? My worst fear is the bear, bear attacks me and just and kills me. And it's a slow, painful death, you know, where I see it uh, pulling my heart out. And I still have awareness and see my last few moments of burying my heart or ripping my face. You know, we're terrible images and, and, and horrible pain and suffering. And uh, so I'd say this, I'd face it all and look at it and say, okay. And, 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 and give myself experience to feel whatever I was feeling. And then I would remind myself of two things. One, it's not happening now, so you're totally safe. In fact, you're creating this state of extreme agitation and freakoutness by your thoughts about what could happen. And it's true, it could happen. So we're not gonna be in denial about that. You have to face the truth of, of what could happen. But equally so, the flip side of that coin, it's not happening now. And so I'm totally fine now. And my freakout is due to my thinking, how I'm using my mind. So how can I how can I create a response to this and work with this skillfully to bring up something something some good medicine through this doorway, what the Wichos would call this Nayarika? Well, everything starts with intention. So that kind of orientation. How can I? How might I be able to? And so I'd go back into the vision of the worst thing happening. And if it is happening, what could I possibly do to help me through it? And so what kind of opened a doorway of awareness to was, well, you're a reminder of you're not your body. You're not your body. You're not your ego identity that identifies with your body. And you're not the sensations or the feelings of your body. Your awareness is experiencing all that as part of your human incarnation that you're going through in the moment. But none of that is who you really are. And the deeper part of you is always connected to the infinite oneness of, of the universe, whatever you want to call that. God, spirit, the Tao, um, quantum foam, infinite quantum field of quantum foam, um, whatever you want to call it. Holy Spirit, Holy Mother, the deepest part of you is connected with that larger um, presence, essence that, that's infinite, that's in you and you're in. And so if your body's going through that, that's the way you physically die in this in, in this incarnation. Um, while you're going through it, you can be surrendering into God's presence. Just surrendering. Yes, my body's going through all of this. It's not who I am. Surrender into what, in fact, you never really left to begin with, except to the degree you identified yourself as your body and your ego and its stories. So by just doing that, just reminding myself, I'm way more than who I think I am, my ego identity, the constriction, the limitations of my ego identity. I'm way more than my body. And in fact, I'm connected to something infinite and I'm connected to it right now. And I can breathe that piece into me now. 
because it's flowing in with the breath, a gift from the universe. And so I breathe that piece in and let it go through my body, which was all tense and tight, and just breathe in and release the muscles slowly but surely, and, and with the breath out, just letting go more and more tension, opening more room for the next breath to come in. And so gradually, <clears throat> I'm, I'm noticing, I'm, I'm listening, a connection to the state of inner peace that's within the center of my being, and all of our beings underneath the mind created storms or waves in the surface of the ocean that we create. So <clears throat> bear's still around there. I hear it snorting around in the dark. And uh, <clears throat> and uh, the the uh, fear anxiety response is just starting to lessen and lessen. Say, well, no, then I'm just going to put a circle of protection around myself. Let the bear know I'm not here to hurt it. And uh, breathing in an energy of light, filling myself up and growing it out, expanding it uh, 10, 10, 15 feet out from my physical body. So I have a protection and I'm breathing into peace and I'm enjoying right now. Look up at the night sky, look at the sharp sparkling stars and clarity with no artificial lights and, and look at the Milky Way. Oh my God, look at the way it moves through the sky and changes and the soft wind and all of a sudden I'm enjoying myself. So I've totally shifted my my state of consciousness and my experience of being alive in the moment. So to share this as an example of working with uh, with fears of how to work with our fears in a skillful way by befriending it, to look at what our worst fears are, um, how would I deal with it, uh, my reactivity, and then how could I deal with it skillfully? And that exploration, just asking those questions, will open up insights and understanding that will bring through a different. Uh, energy that changes your state from the freak out state to calming down, slowing down, and being able to be present with the truth of I'm totally fine now and there's things for me to see and enjoy right now being alive. So let me do that. Let me get along. Let me get on with being really present in this moment to see what there is for me to enjoy, what there is for me to, to experience that day, and, and how I can use all of what's happening to help me grow in the ways that I want to grow. <clears throat> so scarcity, coming back to uh, the uh, scarcity. Uh, scarcity. Let's let's notice um, the meaning of scarcity. There's there's not very much of something around or present or available. There's just very little of it, it's, and it's hard to find. It's scarce. You might not be able to find it. So there's more fear and anxiety, and then uh, that can come into violence when you project onto others or, or see others coming to try to take away what you have. Maybe they are, maybe it's just in your mind, maybe they're physically doing it, either case. How to, how, to, how to work skillfully with that, with the demands of that situation. But so coming back to to, to scarcity, the, the thought, it's it's um, it's a, a thought stream, of particular words put together on a sentence like, there's not enough love in the world, there's not enough food in the world, it's not for me, uh, my family. There's just not enough of it. It's, it's, it's scarce and it's hard to get. There's not enough um, money, prosperity. Uh, there's not enough um, whatever, whatever you can think of that that uh, in your mind. There's not enough of. And just notice when you put your energy into that thought form of scarcity, that the consequence of what's triggered energetically inside of you. I don't imagine uh, that's going to be a pleasant experience in the moment when you put all your attention into believing that there's not enough da 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 for me. 
There's just not enough. It's hard to find. It's really scarce. There's noticing, noticing that that you have the power to choose to believe in that sentence or not, and noticing the truth, the, 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 the data, so to speak, of, of the experiment, putting your energy into that thought form and then staying present with your awareness and notice what comes. Hey, um, we lost uh, reception there for a few minutes, but we are back. And, um, and maybe actually you could just guide us in a visualization around that, around visualization of... Uh, I remember an old snowboarding friend of mine, Jim Rippey, shout out to you, Jim, if you hear this ever. Um, he said, he, we we're uh, going mountain biking and he said, yeah. look at where you want to go, <laughs> not where you don't want to go. Yeah. I thought, okay, that's good. I'm going to pay attention to that since this guy's a world-class snowboarder. He was referencing mountain biking, but it's applicable in so many things. So maybe you could guide us in a visualization. All right, well, let's go inside here to uh, the experience okay. of what... We notice with our eyes closed and the visual stimuli isn't coming in through the retinas in the eye. And, and instead we're experiencing with those eyelids shut, noticing our bodies, noticing the flow of oxygen into our bodies with each breath. And without that flow of oxygen that comes in with the breath, we wouldn't be here. So the creative power of the universe that creates oxygen on planet Earth that knows how to, that wisdom power of the universe that knows how to take that energy that comes from, from the sun, a star in the sky, Father Sun, sending down starlight energy, the fuel of life from the sun to Mother Earth, our bodies, every molecule, atom of our bodies, composed of exploded stardust, you might say. Our bodies are made of stardust, We're fueled by stardust. And all of that's coming to us not by our creation. We didn't think it up. We didn't figure it out in the laboratory how to make the sun and how to send it to us and how to make oxygen. No, the great, the great spirit, the great mystery, the wisdom power of the universe, the divine creating, activating wisdom, energy, power of the universe. Created all of creation. And breathes the gift of life into us. We're the recipients of the infinite creative wisdom power of the energy, an infinite field of creative potential, a field of infinite possibility, of infinite potential. And in this life as a human being, we don't know what's possible for us to create or bring through. And so it's important to notice if there's any thought forms like there's a scarcity of love in the world. There's not enough for me. Thought forms of negativity of limitation that, that cut us up, that cut off conscious accessing the infinite creative wisdom power of the universe, which is available to us in being alive as human beings, flowing in that breath, bringing in life force, wisdom power, creativity of the universe flowing into us. 
And when it comes in, it it asks us, what do you uh, what do you want to co-create with me with this energy I give you? Do you want to create a world of scarcity uh, and manipulate it so 1% gets the goodies and the rest suffer? Um, obviously, uh, massive humanity has chosen to do that at this stage in your evolution. And you can see the, the consequences of that. The world's uh, drying up, burning up, uh, flooding up, uh, species extinction, extinction, extinction. Uh, air hard to breathe from smoke and fires, uh, heat burning us, and you name it. That's what we've co-created. But we have the opportunity in being alive now in these challenging times to pull a plug on those thought forms based on the perception of separation, which produces fear from where the violence comes from. We have the ability to be able to co-create with spirit and with each other, working cooperatively together with humanity around the world to create the kind of a world where every child that's born, every little boy and girl that's born all over the world gets all the resource support they need to be to realize their fullest potential, their highest potential for bringing art into the world the music or creativity of uh, healing, of scientific uh, wisdom, knowledge, of how the universe truly works, which is through interwoven interconnectivity. And we can work collectively together, cooperatively, with an intention to find, listen to that wisdom guidance of the universe, which is infinite, about how to, what actions can we take, individually and collectively, internally and externally, working with others, changing social structures and, and policies and institutions to, to nurture life instead of uh, destroy and hurt life. So we have the possibility of creating that kind of a win-win world for all. We have that possibility, but it can only happen if we choose that as an intention. And that's what we'd like to try to create, co-create with spirit in our lives, creating that kind of a world. We pay attention to pulling the plug on the thought forms of limitation and say, oh, that's not possible. But you're, you're a dreamer. You're naive. You're fooling yourself. You got your... You're an ostrich with your head in the sand. Look what people do. It's never going to happen. You know, you might as well just go get yours or just, you know, get all, you know, fucked up on whatever and just shut down. So um, all these choices available to us. But the bottom line is we live in a universe of infinite possibility and we never know what's possible unless we show up, take the time to reflect inside and listen into our souls about what's most important for us, what do we value most to put our energy attention to, and then show up and do follow up the guidance we get on the action steps to take that can bring that, what we envision on the inner plane or hope for or wish for into being, into manifestation, making it happen and giving it our best shot and stay in the course with perseverance. Then we're going to find out whether that what you're dreaming of is possible or not. And only then. But the starting place is to come from a place of abundance based on the truth of the fact that we live in a universe of infinite potential to manifest. We live in a universe, have connection to a power, a wisdom that knows how to create a universe, knows how to maintain a universe and all its magnificence and all of its mysterious workings and we're in that universe and that universe is inside of us and with the gift of the human incarnation 
and, and self-reflective mind where you are given the opportunity, the challenge to co-create consciously with that creative wisdom power of the universe. And we're living in a time now more than ever for us to wake up, <clears throat> remember the truth of who we are, that we're sacred, worthy, luminous beings, that we are love, we are love. Love is forgiving and receiving. Wake up, wise up, recognize the sacredness of our interconnectivity, of our interwovenness and what we do to another, we do to ourselves, what we do to another, we do to our children and on down the line. Pull the plug on the unconsciously conditioned thought forms of scarcity and limitation and open our minds up, our consciousness up, our awareness up to remembering the truth that we live in a universe of infinite abundance, infinite potential, infinite possibility. And in this human life, it asks us, what do you want to do with this opportunity? May we all choose wisely, opening our hearts to the love that lives at the essence of our being. Infinite light and infinite love available to us. No scarcity, infinite light, infinite love available to us with each breath in. And so as we leave, the breath leaves, letting go of thought forms and get in the way of realizing that oneness and the richness of it, the, the, the abundance of it. And give thanks, giving thanks, sending out from our hearts gratitude for the, whatever the gifts of your life that have deepest meaning that feed your soul. And in these challenging times, prayers for, for, for peace in the world, peaceful resolution of conflicts meeting the deepest needs of common humanity. We all have the same needs at the deepest level of our being as, as human beings, how to work cooperatively with each other to get those needs met for a win-win world, peaceful, just, beautifully, diverse, happy, win-win world, polishing up our stardust to shine, shine, shine. May it be so, take a deep breath. Stretch, open your eyes, come back in. Today's the day to bring your boogaloo through. Go for it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your abundant love and wisdom and sharing and beauty and each of you, not just oh. you, Poppy, each of you out there listening and watching. Thank you. Hugs to everyone and, and may you have a sweet week ahead. Oh shining and feeling your abundance and we'll see you next week thank you and thank you for Ooh. sharing shamanic sundays with us thanks again for joining us today make sure to check back regularly for more inspiration and if you enjoyed this subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on apple podcasts telling us what you learned also share it with a friend via text or email Remember, most of all, you are a sacred, worthy, luminous being, and we are so thrilled to share this regenerative journey with you.